before puberty, you're gonna, especially if you're all male to female, you're gonna end up looking much hotter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> got a bum hole so what yeah i got a bum hole that's hot and welcome to yet another episode three speech podcast i am as ever the mad lad of jihad and to my left we have controlled opposition formerly mr hate speech is mr leo Kai. hello how is everyone i can't hear you we're in a studio recording zip that zippity dot how's things yeah i'm all right where's nico Nico uh, couldn't couldn't attend today. Couldn't take it. And then we have no producer, so it's just me and Leo in this highly gay container together yeah. discussing stuff. And after this, we're going to go to the gym in Vauxhall uh, to, to get even... <laughs> <laughs> You've been less heterosexual. Uh, talking of uh, talking of things that aren't he- heteronormative, we've had the uh, Bud Light advert with Dylan Mulvaney. Mm-hmm. You know the uh, the trans woman, AB InBev. You know what's interesting about this? Before we go any further, right? Yeah. I used to work for AB InBev, as you know. I worked for Bex. You right? were the previous uh, transgender influencer. That's right, that's right. I was a previous transgender. I did a good job, right? But <laughs> I was the when I was there. They had to, when they put anything online, yeah. what is interesting, if you go to like Bex.com or wherever, you have to do an age check. Yeah. And they basically, I lost my job because they said, oh, you're appealing to kids. Right. That's what they said. And I, what, I mean, the, what, what are they doing now? Yeah. Well, I, and the <laughs> thing is, I wasn't appealing to, I was like, I was had that job, what, tw- 2009. Yeah. And I was doing references from like our childhood, right? Right. And I was doing that. And actually, I, I, I said to them. Oh, so they're looking back to like, ch- favorite yeah, like thing that they wouldn't be, yeah, that like they that, wouldn't yeah. be interested in. And it wasn't. And it was the puppies. Well, you know, whatever. It was like, you know, to, but I was doing like things that like, was in it, but everything had to go through an age check and they were yeah. like real strict on it. Yeah, so I've what... noticed a lot of these drinks websites there, they, they ask you to put in your date of birth and it's impossible to put in your date of birth different from what it is. So it's a foolproof system. Either that or they have to... They have a thing where you have to click, are you over 18? And yeah. Go, oh, how am I going to get around this if I'm well, under 18? Well, so I had to generate traffic to go into the site, right? Yeah. I had good content, but anytime they'd hit an age check, yeah. it would instantly just uh, people would just turn away. Yeah. So you couldn't share it on Reddit. You couldn't. No one would look at it, right? Yeah. So I went to the developer, and th- the reason I lost the job is Bex. They their only thing was my salary, right? So I was getting paid on like thirty two grand a year, right? Yeah. That is a whole budget and a, and a little bit of a budget for me to do stuff, right? We were beating Budweiser, who had a marketing spend at the time of like millions per year. Yeah. But we, weren't, we were crushing them, right? Because they were just they were just doing whatever they were doing at the time. But we were crushing them, sending so many things. Because what I did is I had good content. But I told the developers, give me a link so that when I send them to it, it circumnavigates the age check. <laughs> so they could understand why there so many people going through. But the whole point is they were super strict on age checking and reaching out yeah. to minors, that on TikTok will not have that age check. So yeah. how, that's one thing that I was like, that's... We had beer companies in the old days probably wanted to um, make their beer, probably wanted to appeal to minors, as in people who go under the ground, dig out coal. You know what I mean? Now they're trying to appeal to like actual kids and, and turn, you know, using uh, using sort of groomer clowns to do it. <laughs> so the, um, yeah, the, the thing about TikTok is I think it's 13 years is the official sort of cutoff point where you can't, if you're younger than 13, you can't use TikTok. Oh, really? So putting adverts like that on TikTok, surely that's that's breaching their... Well, that's what I'm saying. Their like, kid thing. Like that, this is, yeah, like most of the people who are watching that video, especially yeah. if they see it on TikTok, I bet the followers are going to be under, at least in America, 21. Yeah. So so they... that, that if That's, yeah, man, that's right, because in America, it's 20, well, some states is 21 to drink. Because I remember I was working in uh, Chicago, like, I was, so I was working in Indiana and Illinois as a door-to-door salesman. I was like... 19 years old, I think. And Is that so during I, your Rodney Trotter phase? I can drink, yeah. I did look like Rodney Trotter. I actually had really long hair. I looked, I looked like a heavy metaler. Turned up on your moped. Hair down to my arse and I had to get it cut off because I was knocking on doors and everybody was like, you know, get off my porch. <laughs> Surprised I didn't get shot like that. Poor kid in Missouri or whatever it was. I haven't seen that. But um, I was this, this kid, uh, 16 years old, he went to pick up his uh, cousins mm. and went to the wrong house. Um... I don't know, maybe he just hadn't been to his cousin's house before. But anyway, he went to the wrong house and got shot. Nah, he's fucked up. Said he ran. Well, one one news thing said he entered the house. In which case, it's like, that's kind of, like, they do have laws that if somebody enters, oh, obviously in Britain, somebody enters yeah. your house, you just got to bend over, present your anus, and, that's and like, true. let everybody take yeah, all your you stuff. Have to, you have to suck them off. 
<laughs> you have to give them the courtesy blowjob before or after. They, well, you got to give them the courtesy blowjob before, then show them then around. They, then show them around. Then they have the aim. yeah, we'll right, say, yeah. So that's a better system than it used yeah. to be because I think British cops, like in the in the nineties, it was they had the the burglar would have the anal with you first, then you'd show them around, and then you'd have to suck them off, and uh, obviously the dick would have shit on it. Yep, yeah. but um. What what are we talking about? The Bud Light. Dale and Malvini, they've lost well at the point they lost six he's hit their stock man, to six billion. Yeah, that's what that's what they're saying. But it's like man, stocks fluctuate. Yeah, you know what I mean? So but, but I think I think this will I think this will impact them. Do you want to see a video of uh, of like our greatest conservative hero uh yeah. reacting to well there's there's a couple of them. So there's Kid Rock. I've seen this one. Yeah. Uh well watch it anyway, because it's cool as fuck. Kid Rock, there he is. He's feeling a little frisky today. He's feeling frisky. Let me uh, say something to all you and be as clear and concise as possible. Uh, if you listen to this, Kid Rock is shooting crates of. He's shooting crates of Bud Light that he went to. He actually had to send somebody to the shop to buy it. Uh, yeah, and buy it. So, he's actually, so then he could shoot it. He's actually um, making the money. Yeah, maybe it's, there's a, a spike in sales because uh, conservatives want to shoot it with a machine gun. Well, actually, what yeah, what a think... country where you can like put beers on a picnic table and shoot them with a machine? <laughs> Try that. In. Imagine he went down to like you know Chiswick Park or something. Tried but that's, to do so that. that's obviously his house. Swans getting blown up in the background and stuff. What do you mean that's obviously well, his that's house? That's obviously on his own land. Really? Well, obviously. He's a, he's a no, multi-millionaire. It's a picnic table. Yeah, he's got a picnic a table in his park. own. It's not a state park, it's his house. He's a multi-millionaire. When you're a multi-millionaire rock star. No, you just go out to you go out to a public park and you just start shooting beer. That's it's America. It's the land of the free. It's pretty, your constitutional right. Pretty certain that's his house. Constitutional right to shoot beers on a picnic table. Um, so there's that, but there's this other guy uh, who um, who reacted reacted to it. Let's just find him. Where is he? Here he is. This is another oh, yeah. true American patriot. I'm not sure hero. this is a good look for the conservative right. So it's a, it's a fat guy just throwing beer on the ground. Yeah, so he's, he's in a supermarket, in a Walmart. Look how big the aisles are in American supermarkets, by the way. It's amazing. So much space there. American supermarkets get, are rubbish, though. Somebody's filming this guy. So he's getting all the like, crates of bud and stuff and chucking them on the ground. And the, then he threw a can at the person filming him. Which, mm -hmm. Came pretty close. Yeah, but it's my psyops. I always think send this video to Simon to edit in. I always yeah. think stuff like this is left wings pretending to be right wing to nah. make right wing look bad. Nah, there's no, there's no way a left wing person could look that right wing. You know what, what I mean? That, that is, I don't know. That's a genuine right wing person right there, and he's also getting arrested. Like a left wing person, unless it's all like it's all a uh, uh, charade. No, I think we, I think we do live in a WWF world. Well, yeah, we definitely do. Seeing the, the Trump, uh, Trump plane cards video. Well, what's I'll the show, Trump plane? Card? I'll, sh I'll show that later. Let's talk about the Bud Light thing, because it, man, this is a thing they're saying. They're saying, oh, it's damaged. It's damaged Bud Light, but like, cause it dropped like six. This six isn't billion? the Shine a Light podcast. This is a three speech podcast. Why did that come up? So basically, quick story: Mooch Switch Studios moved everything to Peckham, then. <laughs> then, we're so progressive yeah we're progressive yeah. then then, uh, then they've come back to Voxel but he got a new TV but it's got a fucking why new, is it looping it's got a new screensaver on it it won't um, shuffle off it won't off. off so then but it keeps on going mad right wait we're not progressive anymore there you go there we go we've got uh, it's actually a rainbow but, flag but it's all mixed in together it turns but it will turn off oh, fuck off Maybe we should just turn the TV off. No, because it's good having that behind us. It is good. Why was it? Why it was fine? Did you press something? No, because it, <laughs> it turns out free freeze it on that one. It won't freeze. Oh, actually, I realised how to do it. Wait a minute. Press pause. Like, what? It won't put. It's just. Changing. This is great content. This is great content. And then obviously we've got someone banging. Make more noise, if anything. Yeah. Recording. We're okay, in a shipping it. container. <sighs> <laughs> what were we talking about? But I'd like so yeah, everybody's like, oh, it's good, but but the thing is, I mean, they're they're probably trying to appeal to all all the old Keyshop, nah. all the like old fat guys that drank Bud Light that voted conservative or Republican or whatever. They're like they're all in well, that's AA what the, now. That's what the woman so said. They, so they need to get yeah, they need to get a new market. And um, what's the biggest? What's the biggest youth market? The more trans. Should I go outside and see if someone knows that we're recording? Once yeah. Paid for the studio. 
Yeah, but still. Yeah. Like we could have we could have paid for it. Tell him and threaten him. Scared. Can you threaten, threaten him. Can you go threaten him? No. Well, I don't want to go threaten him. I'm You're more threatening him. than me. No, he, he 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 looks like a working class bald man. Really? Yeah. Real working class. Well, he's in his mid fifties. Right. He's in his fifties. Hopefully, so you, hopefully he's sharp. So yeah, Bud Light are courting the the newest the and the women fastest, always drunk it anyway. The fastest growing demographic, actually, the second fastest growing demographic. The fastest growing demographic is uh, is Muslims in uh, in Western Europe. Second fastest. What's is, their drinking intake, intake like? They can't. They can't drink booze. They've got to, even Bud Light has got too much alcohol in, in, in it oh, for them. Is that true? Muslims can't drink. Do you know what? You know what is inherently wrong. What? Halal Percy pigs. Why? Yeah, Percy. Pigs. Yeah, exactly. It's a pig. Yeah. How could it be halal? I saw they made halal Percy pigs for fucking Ramadan. It's like this is an what? insult to the prophet. You can't make peace be upon him. You can't make. Percy pigs, even if they're yeah, halal. Yeah, it's got a picture of it's a pig a, in the pig. It looks like a pig. It, yeah, it's, it's got an a little insult. curly tail and ah, stuff. I told you, man. That's because, I mean, it's iconography. It's, it's imagery. Imagery ma- matters in religion. You can't, eat a, you can't eat pork, but you also can't eat a picture of a pork. That's what I think. Yeah. Inherently wrong. Anyway, go on. So what's the fastest? The transgender is the fastest growing demographic. So it's the fastest growing demographic. Is it? Probably. Okay. So there's so loads, are facts. loads of new transgender people. So they're like, well, let's let's get on board. And also, actually, I, that can't be right because I heard that transgender people are less than one percent of the population. Yeah, less than one percent, but f- but growing fast. Uh, so you think this is a good base. advert? You think this is a good advert? Makes perfect sense. Also, all these women, you got to understand. There's a lot of women that are like, oh, we don't like uh, the transgender people in sports, and you know, men coming into our spaces and all that sort of stuff. But then, loads of women, women always, they, women always vote for throughout history. All yeah. religions yeah. have been propagated by women. It's always women saying, "Let's go to church on a Sunday." Yeah, even though the my religion makes me go to church. Exactly, even though the religion says that you know puts women on a lower pedestal, you know removes their voice and all the, all the rest of it subjugates them. Women love that. They love being subjugated by male patriarchal organizations. That's right. So that's why women innately in their core love the transgender uh, woo woo this, ideology this, this podcast is brought to you by highpoint.care use the code 3sp for 10% of uh, your delicious highpoint care goodies yeah and it's uh, it's a bargain at full price so at 10% off it's 10% more of a bargain these are really nice they're delicious and i'm going to drink some of this juice um highpoint juice Sque- squeezed freshly squeezed from CBD plants. 3SP for 10%. I think we might need to find at least a new stu- <laughs> a yeah. new studio. We're sorry if you can hear all of this noise. Um, yeah, there's a bit of a building site going happening. on. So, I apologize. But yeah, I think, I think uh, it's going to... Like, women love all this. Uh, the Dylan, Even though Dylan Mulvaney is basically doing a really... Uh, offensive caricature of a woman being like ah, da, 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 da. Ah, I don't like bugs and I'm silly and ditzy and I'm such a bimbo yeah. which I mean imagine if transracialism was allowed yeah. and somebody came out doing that but for a like a, well, a they really, did for what's her face a really racist depiction of a black man well they did Rachel Dolezal yeah but Rachel Dolezal wasn't coming out and being like hey what up <laughs> what up, bitch? I can't even. I can't even do it. But you know what I mean. The thing is, transracialism makes more sense. Quit jiving me, turkey. But transracialism makes more sense than transgenderism. Yeah. If you think about it logically, because you can. There's r- race is genuinely a spectrum, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can be like fully white, or you can be a mix of this. You can be a mix of that. So you can actually be. Yeah. Uh, a different like a mix of this, this, and this. Mm. But sex is apparently binary. Gender is fluid. It makes it kind of sense to be transracial, possibly. Yeah. Maybe not to come out and do stereotypes, though, but yes, I agree. Yeah, and I think there's there's genuine uh, transgender women who just, they just sort of look and act like real women. Dylan Mulvaney is like a, a weird attention-grabbing caricature. Man, okay, so I don't, listen, I, this is the problem. Everyone's like, I was chatting to someone, the problem is you always going over the same topics on your own three speech. You talk about trans, is that trans people, who is trans this? issue... I can't remember Dox now. Them. Yeah, well, they, but the thing is, it's Crickle. always in the news at the moment with Dylan Mulvaney and this yeah. and that. I think my personal opinion, trans rights activists such as Dylan Mulvaney yeah. have done more harm for trans people 
yeah. than anyone else because trans people existed five years ago. Yeah. And no one cared. Everyone's so do, 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 do what you want. Yeah. But, but, but now you've got like, you know, Dylan Mulvaney just like making a mockery of stuff in, well, look at me drinking my Bud Light. I'm a true woman in a thing. And like people are just getting angry. No one gave a shit five years ago. Yeah. And most trans people want to get up, go to work, come home, do their shit. They don't want to be used as like a, a political punching bag to and, have, and they don't want all this attention on them. And yeah, people say, "Oh, you're stoked. Why are you, why are you like uh, creating all this strife in the culture wars?" It's like, man, I didn't decide to send drag queens into schools. Drag- I'm talking about it because it's happened. If it never happened, I wouldn't talk about it. You know what I mean? To be talking about COVID. Yeah, be talking about face masks still. Uh, Ukraine, basically every but every day something different's happening. Mm. So, I, I my opinion, they've done trans rights activists have done more to hurt trans people because people yeah. know most people didn't care or were indifferent, had no opinion on it. But now people are actively at first, oh yeah, but now people are actively pushing back against it. Yeah, yeah, they're creating like, oh, we're the most like ostracized and hated speech. You're creating that because you're you're yeah. bringing it. And by pushing it down. And they're teaching LGBTQ stuff in schools, and it doesn't come under sex education. It comes under relationships, so it can be taught to like pretty much any age, and it doesn't, you know, there's no scrutiny. Not there's any scrutiny on sex education anyway. That's one of, one of the problems. It was sort of like, you know, just accepted that people were going to be sensible about it, <laughs> and now they're sending drag queens in to teach kids about, you know, 142 genders, and if a child questions it, they get told they're offensive and transphobic and homophobic and sent out of the class. This is what they should do, I think. I reckon... Because I personally, I would never send my kids to Drag Queen Story Out, right? Yeah. I, I don't think you would either. But, but if your should, kids are at school, they get the. Well, this you is know. the thing. It should be an opt in thing. Like, I'm not going to send them to a Muslim school. I'm going to send because they're not Jewish or Muslim, yeah. right? So it should be that LGBTQ gender ideology. It's now basically akin to a religion. The way yeah. it operates, the manifestation, the way it works is the same as a religion. You should, it should be an opt-in process. Like we teach this at this school. Okay, I'll send my kids there if that's what you want your kids to learn. Fine. But some kids are like, some family, man, let kids be kids. Yeah, 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 yeah. Some some parents just want, man, my, my kid's seven. Yeah. She yeah. doesn't need to know about blowjobs at seven. She yeah. doesn't need to know that, that, you know, about fucking anal. Just let them be yeah. kids. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, look at look at this. What was it? Uh, so it's, it's the drag queens in a school. Where the hell is food? Food. But like, if you're a drag queen, why would you want to go into a school? Yeah. And why would you want to? And then some here, of them, like, some is. of them are maybe just reading stories, but some of them are going in and twerking and stuff. So why, why would you do that? Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, ask not why your children want to hang out with drag queens. Ask why the drag queens want to hang out with your children. You yeah. know what I mean? Obviously, children are going to be attracted to like or, or interested in stuff that's brightly coloured and Man, weird. Children and stuff. don't know what children get shown. What they get shown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's indoctrination. Uh, but yeah, this is the video. Why are you nervous? But I meant like I've never met anyone that's not. I, don't, I can't really explain. Is this your first time being a drag queen? Yes. How does that make you feel? Uh, a fight it, but a little bit nervous. What'd you say? Excited, but a little bit nervous. I'm a little bit nervous. I've never seen a drag queen before. <laughs> And what do you think? I think it's cool. It's great? Yes. Why are you nervous? I'd love to see a little racist kid in there. So, think of shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wonder if that happened they cut it out. Listen, they need to go do this video in Hackney, man. I'll tell you they'll get some of them. Would you agree that makeup is for everyone? Yeah. Yeah? Where do you buy your drag clothes? This is a... I bought this at Value Village, secondhand. I make a lot of it, and sometimes I'll buy things secondhand and I'll alter them to make them more dry. Yeah, it's, was it Moses? My mate was saying, um, like a kid, because he's um, based in the in the Midlands. He works. He's hilariously funny. He's hilariously funny. He he was saying uh, at, at his kid's school or something. Yeah. Um, a kid uh, came in and was was talking about he's got two mummies. And oh, the te- teacher was all like, "Oh, that's so amazing! That's so progressive! That's so so wonderful!" And uh, thinking just like lesbians, yeah. and then turns out uh, his dad's Muslim. Yeah, he's got two wives. Two wives. <laughs> the way it should be. It is progressive. Two wives is progressive. It's polyamory. That's funny. He's yeah. very funny. He doesn't do comedy. He's anymore. a very funny man. 
So Bud Light brought out a new advert. But did you see the Bud Light apology? Yeah, oh man, that that Bud Light apology. And also, because you know Bud Light or Anheuser Busch or whatever they're called. Anheuser-Busch, AB InBev. AB InBev. They are one of the biggest donors to the to the Republican Party. Are they? Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. So they are obviously, man, like they, <laughs> they're top execs. They didn't know that this is happening. They, <laughs> they, they just said, oh, yeah, no, we don't know what TikTok is. Whatever. <laughs> Here, here's some money. Like when you were doing this yeah. stuff for, for Bud, here's some money. You just go and do it. You know, if it, if it engages, if you do some guerrilla market and pay some influencers or whatever, yeah, whatever makes us more money. You know what I mean? And then obviously some, some woke Six lassie. billion did, they, but that, they will feel that. I know you said, oh, it goes up and down, but six billions of a drop. Man, look at the AB, what is it, ABV? What do you call it? InBev. In, I don't know if that InBev stock price is the same. I think because they keep... Right, Anheuser-Busch. They specifically say Anheuser-Busch, but it is actually AB InBev. Right, so let's look at the stock price. Maybe now's a good time to buy the stock. Probably not. So look, I mean, it's like this is when... So over the last year... In fact, last six months. So it was at like, you know, $45. It went up to $66, you know $67. Why? You know why? Super Bowl. Right. I reckon. Probably not. But um, well, why has it gone up so much then? I, I don't know. Share prices go up and down for, for yeah, a variety of reasons. Increase. So that's a big increase. And then it took a tiny dip after the thing. It went down to like 63 at its lowest point. And now it's back up again to like 65. So it's not really. It's not really like you think it's just any. It's, this is just fluctuations. So, but it did wipe five billion off. This is this is. I mean, look. Yeah, are, no, I know. I'm just saying. I mean, it, like, markets are always moving. What happened then? What so, date was that? Uh, Twenty two. But I doubt this. I mean, it might. The thing is, not that many people are going to be aware of it. Maybe more in America because, like, they got Fox News, which like focuses on stuff like this. But over in the UK, so many people are just completely unaware of all this, all this stuff going out. They, they won't realize until there's like a big scandal, and um, even then, they, even then, they don't care. The one thing that I think might make uh, the sort of child transitioning thing become a big scandal is the fact that it's middle class kids. Nobody gave a shit about grooming gang victims because they're working class. They don't have a voice. You know, nobody's nobody's looking. Out I don't for them. think anyone cares about kids. Transitioning. No, there's going to be a huge scandal, and all the all the parents are going to be. But we were told, we were told it was a good thing, and we're protecting them, and we're caring for them, and it's essential healthcare. And it's like, man, what 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 planet did you think giving your kid hormones, puberty blockers, sterilizing them, putting them on a pathway to like surgical transition? What world did you think that was going to turn out to be a, a good idea? Maybe for like a handful of kids, it's the right thing to do, but for the vast majority of kids. Don't, don't give them any drugs or hormones or, or cut them up or anything like that. I think they should be allowed and have the option to do it. Well, man, if they want if they want to do it, like, man, like you said, there's no... Free, no, no comebacks. No comebacks. That's that. That's the thing. If they... Sale is uh, final. They, yeah. They should be presented with, we'll support your transition for the rest of your life. Yeah. But we're not going to help you detransition. You can't got no legal remedies. They need to understand the ramifications of their choice. If they're happy to make it, fine. Yeah. Because I'm... I get it. I mean, but if you, the, if you the transition before pu- before puberty, you're gonna, especially if you're male to female, you're gonna end up looking much hotter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want the big hands. Yeah, you know. What? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. so I understand but why what they're fighting. Yeah. <laughs> We're ruining Britain's next Miss Universe. But. Yeah, like the the trouble is all the experts that are advising them, all the people that you know, the mermaids, uh, the Sandyford Tav- Tavistock. That are advising them are sort of bought into the the gender ideology. They, they, I've no doubt that most of them think they're doing the right thing. And okay, think but here's here's so here's here's where it's at. From my point of view, we've we've said this from back in the day, right? Yeah. A, from nonce of the week, right? <laughs> I always said this whole gender ideology is if a kid can consent yeah. to transitioning under the age of sixteen, what else can they consent to? Yeah, I can consent to sex. Now, just this month, the UN, yeah. if you bring it up, have said children, although it's not legal, can consent with adults. They actually said they can, can consent to sex with adults. The UN. So, uh, put. Yeah, here we go. Mumsnet. Mumsnet. Classic no, but, place but to it's go on, for. It's on, it's on that actual no, That's what I mean. I'm just saying like Mumsnet is the place. And people are like, oh, Mumsnet. That's a, that's a far right it neo-Nazi. A far, yeah, don't go on a neo-Nazi yeah. Mumsnet group. Yeah, because yeah. mums, when, when, when they don't think anybody's watching, they don't need to have their hey, guardian hey, opinions. Mumsnet, where they chat about cowpole. <laughs> fucking 
Pampers and yeah. uh, fucking AK 47s. Yeah, here but we go. What does it say? There's an action, but yeah. So, and this is this is the ICJ. So, this is the International Commission of Ju- Jurists. Of, yeah. Uh, so, this is a, I mean, this is a legit UN, I think it's uh, UN AIDS or something. So, uh, basically, the UN have just said, look, it's like it's illegal, but come on. Well, so they're, they're, they're paving the way for what we've been saying, which yeah. is actually why. So, people say, oh, why are you always talking about it? It's like, we don't want to talk about it, but this is a story that you're going to say, and if that we mentioned, oh, people are going to drop down dead from the vaccine. No, that's bullshit. And people have been dropping down dead from the vaccine. Yeah. I mean, not, uh, not ones we want, but there you go. Yeah, so here we go. Adolescents evolving capacity to consent in certain contexts. In fact, even if not in law, when they are below the prescribed minimum age of consent in domestic law. So children can consent in certain contexts. If the adult is sexy, they can consent. That is what. (laughs) Yeah, the adults pay. Yeah, yeah. But this is being trafficked just right. But their their get out their excuses like, oh no, we're talking about you know two 15 year olds or whatever but it's like they don't specify that and this is the thing this is how legislation and bad legislation gets passed because they say oh no but the hate crime bill whatever it is what we mean is this but it's like that's not what you've written and what you've written here says that adolescence can consent and is open to interpretation and and also the age of adolescence their defined age for adolescence is i think from 9 to 19 or 10 to 19. So we're talking young kids, you know, mm. preteen kids. So, yeah, by their own definition, this is dodgy, dodgy yeah. as hell. Well, but also it's open. It's just another slowly opening of the door. Yeah. Minor attracted people. Imagine I told you minor attracted people yeah. seven years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd like laugh in my face. What are you talking about? And, and you know... What the thing in ten years' time, the Overton window is shifting. Yeah, yeah, so, and well, so this far. shifts it as well. In ten years' time, people are going to be like, "Oh, you're being pedophobic." Uh, right. Get people fired for pedophobia. Well, well, Peter Fatchel, the bastion of the gay rights movement, now he's like, he's come out and said, "Oh, well, actually, it's not so bad." He wrote an article to the Guardian. Actually, you've seen his comment. What he said, famously, he was like, "Well, I've got loads of." friends who have sex when they were nine years old and they're fine with it yeah and that is just another opening of the i think he said there's one one friend who so i don't think he advocated well, one is well he did kind of i don't think he was advocating but he was just saying the reality is that you know one of my friends but but it's not even about the reality is or one of his friends it's about you normalizing the discussion seeding that, that, that yeah. into the thing normalizes yeah. it onto the and next. i think this has to be a red line you know what i mean like what, what pedophilia has to be a red yeah, line it has to be a oh, red line i can't believe i can't believe you draw a line in the sand on pedophilia <laughs> you fucking right wing bigot i can't believe this i listen maybe you're against pedophilia <laughs> that's what it's like though right oh, I'm, I'm, oh how they be against pedophilia <laughs> So I oh yeah. bring up that SNL fucking clip. This oh, is the shittest clip man. we've ever seen. Fucking hell! Wait till oh, you see this. this. Is new. Where is it? Where the hell have we um, tweeted? Oh, here it is. Here it is. This is. Here it is. Oh man, this is so shit. SNL clip will. Uh, I'll. It's just terrible. Yeah. Can what will happen? We can't show this, can we? Can we? I think we can show it. Can we? Yeah. I think we have to pause it and stop it, though, so it doesn't get copyright strikes. Oh, really? Is that how it works? I don't think we need to worry about copyright strikes because we're not monetizing our YouTube. Have you no, we've monetized, I've monetized it. Oh, you've monetized, monetized it. I've monetized it now. I'll put it back on. It was all like, this is your final warning. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you've been spreading, like, COVID disinformation and all this well, stuff. YouTube you know, back in like, there. Like, it was like, man, you know, like, looking under the bonnet of the car and everyone's just falling apart. <laughs> yeah, COVID misinformation. Yeah, we spread that shit. So what? So, yeah. This is Saturday Night Live. I need more CBD worms to cope with this. Use the code 3SP to get 10% off your discount. Molly, what is all this? Well, as you know, I've been wanting to come to update and talk about trans people, but I have for a much longer time than that wanted to fly down from the ceiling. <laughs> it's hilarious. Your expectations? Yeah, but I'm not gonna lie, this harness is pretty tight and my groin area is beef. <laughs> I've been hung up on my genitals for far too long and I'm starting to feel like a frickin' Republican lawmaker. Hello! Was that Melissa McCarthy or is it somebody pretend to be no, identifying as Melissa McCarthy? That I, this is someone, I've forgotten her name, like Mallory Keegan or something. 
Is she stand up? I checked. I couldn't find any any of her stand up. I think she only done comedy. Like, oh, they've only done comedy. This is that's always a suspicious thing. Yeah. When you go and check to see what somebody's stand up comedy is like, and there's no videos. There's no videos. Oh, you missed it on the Sophie Duker as well. Oh, no well, name, 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 names. <laughs> Let's see what she says. Longer than I would have liked. Uh, I tried to call down, but no one could hear me. You know, at one point, I heard a crazy. Let's watch this seriously. Turn up, turn up. And then another guy was like, You mean, are they going to die up there? <laughs> and then they both walked away and didn't help. <laughs> which feels a lot like how trans people. Man, are being I don't, obviously, they're getting a round of applause there. I mean, it wasn't a. It wasn't a good joke. I wish the I wish the jokes in this were as strong as those wires holding her. But, but the, <laughs> the thing, you know, she's saying like, you know, oh, healthcare for kids. If you yeah. don't care about, if you don't care about, uh, you know, healthcare for the for trans kids, you don't care about kids. And it's like, no, this isn't healthcare. This is untested experimental uh, treatment that's being conducted on children. When you know, it's a social contagion. All this it, transition stuff is so social it, contagion. It, you should like fucking pumping kids full of hormones and stuff like that. It's, it's dodgy. It's not caring for them. It's dodgy. But as fuck. it's so funny when you watch this because it's like the opposite of what is happening. If you're not like she said, oh, if you're not going to support trans kids, mm. you're thinking. And then the other side is saying, wait a minute, we're supporting them from making decisions that a lot of them, not all of them, but the vast majority are going to regret down the line. Yeah. Life-changing, life-altering decision. This isn't the same as like, I'll dye your hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This isn't just change your pronouns, dye your hair. This is, you're going to take, even puberty blockers are going to mess up your undocrine system. It's going to yeah, mess your up your bones, growth. Everything, right? Sterilize you in some cases. But it's it, a couple of things. One, just the way they the, they said that. But two, who's actually, like, this is meant to be comedy. Like, let's watch this as like, just watch it as a comedy. Let's watch it. As a, let's not critique the right. thing. Let's just watch it as a comedy. So like, she did that bit, but that okay. wasn't a funny bit. Okay, that was to get around Let's watch the whole thing let's as watch. a comedy, okay. but not let's, let's not the comment. The thing is, watch as comedy. Wow, wow. I can, uh, I can tell you're really upset about that. I am, and also my legs are going numb, and I might pass out. <laughs> Molly, how long were you hanging up there? Longer than I would have liked. Uh, I tried to call down, but no one could hear me. You know, at one point, I heard a crew guy say, is she going to die up there? And then another guy was like, you mean, are they going to die up there? And then they both walked away and didn't help. Pause it a sec. Which Just comedically, that is a really hack shit joke. Was that a joke? That was a joke. She was out hanging. Did you not hear her joke? And is, is she going to come to... And then is, he, so she gonna... was hanging and she was reading that as well. The, the performance that you could see her reading it. From the <laughs> like, oh, that's natural. And wow, that's charisma, baby. That's Jim Carrey come to life. So the joke was, oh, she was hanging there. And then, are you just going to leave her hanging there? It's they. <laughs> that's the actual joke from SNL. From SNL. Jesus. This is the, 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 the pinnacle of... What elite stand-up Didn't comedy? Didn't they used to have like good people like Chris Farley and like this had, this had Eddie, Eddie Murphy, Murphy, yeah, Chris Farley, Dan Aykroyd, uh, flipping Jim Carrey, Jim Carrey, uh, Austin Austin Powers, what's his name? Mike Myers, Mike Myers, and Dana Carvey. Said so them all. Anyway, let's continue. That was a joke. And of course, back then it would like speak truth to power. Instead of at the moment, it's reinforcing the ideology that's, that's held I mean, well, by, by the Democrats, by the you know the actual government and all institutions and all all. To be fair, I I never watched it. Then, right. then well, yeah, of course, it was yeah, on, then, on TV in America. I mean, sometimes see bits of it. Yeah, but anyway, let's watch and see. That was a shit joke. Trans people are being treated right now, but don't worry, we have a code word for emergencies, and it was trans rights. Oh my gosh! Good golly! Oh, that was the code for confetti! <laughs> my bad, bud. That was so loud. Well, yeah, people need to wake up. We are making trans kids grow up too fast. We should be keeping them safe, and we need to lift them off. Oh, not, not me, Pause ma'am. it. We're making trans kids it. grow up too fast. Is that like a double-laced meaning? Yeah. Like, oh, we need to be... Plying them and stopping them at their development growth until they reach the age of eighteen, yeah. and then I don't know. It's just a weird like if you like stop and listen to it, it's a bit weird messaging. Yeah, everything she's saying is sort of like the opposite 
of what is actually yeah. happening. <laughs> press play. Jay! Jay! They got my pronouns right! Let's go! Now, who's cheering? protect you and your job is to focus on being a kid it's kind of like not watch saturday night live sky. there's a bunch of dudes asking you about your crotch and controlling <laughs> when and where you're allowed to pee but if you just hang on you'll look up and realize you're flying kid <laughs> hey hey mr j am i still in the frame i mean your feet are <laughs> no, trans In, just from a comedy point of view, that is objectively shit, right? Oh yeah, that was objectively shit. I think Josh Howey said it said it well. He said, uh, "I don't like commenting on other people's comedy. Fortunately, this is just full blown ideology, so I'm happy to say it's insanely shit." <laughs> <laughs> but it is objectively shit. It's like, it's like you can you could do that, but at least make it funny. Yeah, you could at least make it funny. That like, if they'd come out and say, "Listen, you know what? We need to we need to give kids." They need to be allowed. Yeah. And that because otherwise they're gonna grow up and be fucking ugly mannish women. I'd laugh. I yeah, say at least you're telling the, the truth. We're talking about. I mean, this is the thing. Like, what proportion? Like the studies that we got. And there's a, there's a study done. Uh, like Sweden is the healthcare system there is sort of like uh, compiled the results of lots of studies. The trouble with a lot of the studies are just incomplete, like there's a high attrition rate and obviously the people that drop out, the people that stop engaging with the studies are the ones that it's not working for. So the studies end up just confirming, you know, the, the affirmative uh, approach because they're the ones who stay in the study and make it to the end. But what the studies are showing is that like the, the vast majority of kids uh, that have gender dysphoria, once they hit puberty, that resolves it. Once, you know, if you leave it for a bit, that resolves it. It's a social contagion. It's replaced anorexia and bulimia as, uh, you know, sort of middle-class teenage girls' way of controlling their bodies and desexualizing their bodies. But no one's talking about trans men. Yeah, because honestly, man, like, <laughs> if you want to be a trans man, like, like I say in my show, like, if you, if a woman wants to be a man, she just stops shaving. You know what I mean? <laughs> but no one talks about that. I, actually, I put that to Biddy, and she was like, oh, "I don't care about them." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Nobody's like trans men in sport. Yeah, like, no, men and women are exactly the same. <laughs> well, how come there's no trans men dominating the fucking? The only thing they're dominating is the habitat, cleaning the house, and um, that's sexist. That is sexist, Darius. Yeah, I retract that statement. Uh, not, not, a good, in me. not a good sexism like Dylan Mulvaney, Mulvaney would yeah, have. Yeah, that was, that was actually, bad that sexism. Was, that was bad sexism. I retract that sexism. I'm sorry. I apologize to anyone who was offended by that. Coming back to the thing about the age, how there's a sort of pedo-esque thing that they're putting. They're, they're saying, oh, but if kids can consent to this, what else can they consent to? I think in Scotland, they were pushing it because they want young, they wanted to bring down the age of voting because uh, young people vote for the SNP because young people are absolute morons you know what i mean like obviously if if you think you're a, a dinosaur or a transgender or whatever you're going to vote for the smp so um so that that was part of their their plan i think what's happening with the smp's finances what's that story so there are rumors that nicholas sturgeon is going to get arrested today or soon oh, really yeah yeah today is the wednesday the wednesday the 19th. 19th yeah if it comes true then we we told you about it first but probably a week later because what is the finance story so basically the SNP said they were going to have another they're going to push for another independence referendum so they had a fundraising call they raised 600 grand yeah. um and man this is I did a video about this on my own channel did got far more views than, than this stupid podcast would get. Yeah. Right. But, um, That's the kind of high high level support that we want. Dedication to the podcast. <laughs> Gone. I'm on I'm on a hundred twenty odd thousand at the moment. Was was the was the anyway? I'm not I'm no I'm not gonna, I'm not going to criticize this podcast. But it's your podcast. It's not my podcast. I'm, I'm yeah, like, it's I'm your like podcast. This podcast. Yeah, so it's host, yours as well. Yeah, it's mine as well. But if, yeah. we did it, if we did it my way, we'll do it your way. Well, let's do it my way. Well, go on then. Get all get famous and successful. We'll do it your way. I'm yeah, we'll do it my way. We'll do it then. Yeah, we're gonna do it my way. All right, we'll do it. We'll start now. Gonna be some changes around here. All right, then we'll start now. All right, we're starting. Well, yeah, I need a bit of time to prepare. Anyway, uh, uh, so uh, basically, 
they seem to have this fundraising drive. They're saying, oh, we're going to have another referendum. Come on, let's get independence. So they raised 600 grand from yeah. these donors and sponsors and stuff. And then they never had the, the, the push for the other second referendum. They just so the, kept the 600 grand. Well, so the donors were like, oh, wait a minute, what happened to that money? And they're like, oh, no, we had to, you know, there's other stuff, party running costs, whatever. Um, and uh, so then th- that sort of is what spurred the police to, to look into it. But they're finding now, they're finding all sorts of other stuff because also the SNP, Scotland's like, Scotland's pretty dodgy. And they, the what, SNP, Scotland's dodgy? Scotland's dodgy. <laughs> the SNP sort of centralised power. So the police Scotland, like, used to be all these different forces around Scotland. Yeah. There's eight different forces. And they made it, like, centralised it so they could have more power over it. They've got more power over the courts and stuff like that. Um, so, like, the head of, uh, the equivalent of, you know, the head of the CPS yeah. in Scotland is also the legal advisor for the SNP. So there's a real, like, conflict of interest there. The person, so if the SNP was to get prosecuted, the person prosecuting them would be would, themselves. Would be, yeah, 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 yeah. So why are they trying to prosecute them then? <clears throat> so the police are investigating because um, because there's money, but they're finding they're finding other stuff. There's a, there's a motorhome that costs like 110 grand, which sounds like a lot for a motorhome, and the the SNP are saying, oh no, but we're we're going to use that as a as a battle bus. But um, their finances are in disarray because so many members they've lost like you know 30, 40, 50 thousand members. They're down. I can't remember how many they're down to now. So a lot of people that were you know the, the taps have been turned off for money. You know what I mean? So um, yeah, I've just got to see what else comes out. But there's so much other dodginess in Scotland. Like so, um, there was uh, so a close pal of the SNPs was uh, was given a big contract to build ferries, and we're talking hundreds, hundreds of nah. millions of pounds. Um, and the ferries still haven't been haven't been built. Uh, they still haven't been yeah, launched. It takes a long time to build a ferry. Oh, exactly. they've had a long time. How long have they had? They've had years and years and years. Two years? More, more than two years. It's, it's, it's like time. seven years or something. It's, lo- it's loads of time. So it's, it's, there's dodginess there, you know, like stuff. So the, so much of Scotland's economy is controlled as as public sector spending. So obviously the government then has sway and influence over, you know, who gets, uh, you know, who bids for things and who gets awarded these tenders. So, um, so I think there's, I think they're gonna, I mean, there's rumours they could uncover dodginess there. Why did they have a, uh, like police tent in Nicholas Sturgeon's back garden? They were, people were saying they were digging up the garden. I, yeah. I don't think they were digging <laughs> what up the What were they doing then? I don't know. Looking for a dead body. I don't know. I bet, that, you know what? I She's bet, lesbian though, right? I bet they had a little donut station in there. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> no, like, no, that's American cops. Yeah. Uh, yeah, she is. Well, there's rumors that she's, because uh, Peter Murrell, have you seen Peter Murrell, her husband? No. So her husband was like chief executive of the SNP and she was like the leader. Um, but it seemed like a marriage of uh, political convenience rather than passion rather than because <laughs> i heard that passion and there's been rumors since last edinburgh festival or maybe even before yeah. that she was about to be outed as a lesbian allegedly 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 yeah, allegedly yeah. we we don't know that for sure we don't for know sure. that for sure it's, it's a rumor it is a rumor yeah that we're spreading but yeah <laughs> but yeah so it could all come uh tumbling down for i, the, I hope for we don't have any listeners in america imagine that Joining in and listening about, about man, Scottish I, National Party. I think they'd be interested because this you? is man. This is so the SNP are like a progressive woke lefty party, like the Democrats. Who and, who are more? I, progr- I think who are the are, who are the top ones? These the are Canadians. Canadians. Scotland. Scotland. There. I mean, there was a lot in, across Europe, but they're slowly getting replaced by right wing parties. Um, Swinging the other way. Yeah, yeah. So like Sweden, all those places. I haven't heard any mental government. shit from Trudeau for a while. Oh man! So just just this week, there was an email sent to um, Toronto school teachers. This yeah. is about the trans stuff as well. Oh, really? um, but it was about you know the gender pronoun thing. I don't know no. if anybody like listening is, works in a place where people put their gender pronouns in the email or announces them before meetings and stuff like that. But this uh, this was to to school teachers, and yeah. it said. Uh, so you know this is what you must do yeah. uh, at, at the start of class you say or in, introducing yourself uh, you say my name is whatever my pronouns are blah 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 and uh, then you encourage the children to say their names and state what their pronouns are and if any children resist resist yeah. you know if any children question it or don't want to give their pronouns if any children don't want to comply with giving their pronouns uh, that means they're homophobic and transphobic and uh, should be reported to who? To the uh, headmaster, or whatever. Then what happens? Well, I don't know. They get in trouble. But and then what happens? 
But isn't that isn't that on its own? No, no. But the, the point that I'm extrapolating is this: this oh, it's not going to do. It. It's like this is why people don't want to do it because okay, we're not going to do that. What happens? Yeah. You're gonna eventually. What are you gonna do? You're gonna get fined. All right, I'm not gonna pay the fine. Then what happens? Yeah. Eventually, it extrapolates to so you're gonna get thrown in prison because you objectively refuse to to say something that you don't believe is true. Yeah. And that's why this Compelled is a speech. this is this is why it's an issue because eventually it's all just just be kind. It's like yeah, but it's eventually going to end up that if someone resists every point, yeah. you do end up in prison. Yeah, so it's compelled speech. And then oh, there's something interesting I was going to say, then I instantly forgot it because I made one good point. I can't remember. Now. It's hard remembering stuff. It is hard remembering stuff. I wasn't well, whatever. What yeah. was I going to say? Anyway, yeah. So that's that. That's mad. That the compelled speech. Yeah. Um, and Bud Light, did you see the, the advert that Bud Light brought out? So they brought out this apology. There was an apology because they obviously didn't want to say sorry because if they said sorry, the uh, people would be like, ah, why are you apologizing? You're transphobic. From their CIA so, operative um, yeah, yeah, CEO. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's just like, ah, oh, you know. Uh, just people were saying it sounded like it was written on by AI. Yeah, Write yeah. an apology it without saying was. sorry. <laughs> and they, they might say, we believe in our core values and we've never wanted to, we yeah. never wanted to get involved in this. What do you mean you never wanted to get involved in this? Yeah. this you made it. Yeah. You knew. What do you think you're doing? When you... they, they said we did, we didn't want to be uh, divisive. It's like so. Why you pick that? Yeah. that Mulvaney. Then, yeah. You know what I mean? Pick like... LeBron James or someone. He's going to divide <laughs> anyone. It was like, oh, LeBron drinks blood. Great, yeah. fantastic. Yeah. yeah. What do you think is going to happen? But the whole thing was like, oh, we just believe in our core values of you giving us money for beer. Oh, did you see the 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 marketing director for a who did it? She actually said it's a dying brand. Oh, and it was all fratty. Whoa. And it was, you didn't, have you not seen that video? I've got it. I've got it. I, I pulled it up somewhere. Where is it? She was like, it's a dying the brand. They it? were fratty. We don't want to be associated with that. So we're pushing forward to change. But actually, you kind of echoed that at the beginning of the podcast. She said, that's why she's done here, it. Here it is. Should we watch this? Yeah. This businesswoman. I had a really clear job to do when yeah. I took over Bud Light. And it was, this brand is in decline. It's been in decline for a really long time. And if we do not attract young drinkers to come and drink this brand, there will be no future for Bud Light. So I had this super clear mandate. It's like, we mm -hmm. need to evolve and elevate this incredibly iconic brand. And my, what I brought to that was a belief in, okay, what is, what, do, what does evolve and elevate mean? It means inclusivity. It means shifting the tone. It means having a campaign that's truly inclusive and feels lighter and brighter and different and appeals to women and to men mm -hmm. and representation is it's when i when i was working for for bex they were like, we need an advert i said listen just please just make this just make this advert but with real people it was the yeah. simpsons beer advert look at all those feminists you thinking what i'm thinking That would be the best advert. Yeah. All right. <laughs> That's why I think they should have just made that. Exact, yeah, yeah. But exactly that, shot for shot, the same. It's just yeah. a joke. They'd be funny, and it'd be it was a funny advert. But they, they refuted me, and now they... Well, I'm, I'm really surprised they turned down your... Uh, I thought your... it was a great idea. <laughs> I thought it was funny as fuck. Yeah. What well, would you think of to say about well, it? She's right. It's a dying bro. Well, shut up a minute, and we'll listen to what she finishes off, and maybe she'll say something in the work and we have this hangover. I mean, Bud Light has supposed to have a hangover. Kind of a brand of fratty, kind of out of touch humor and it was like really us. important <laughs> we had another approach. So I'm a businesswoman. Oh. I'm a businesswoman. So yes, yeah, so that's Alisa Heinerscheid. Scheid. Um, so she's the Bud Lights um, VP of marketing. VP of marketing. She looks like that. Um, who's the New Zealand woman that was Jacinda Ardern? Jacinda Ardern. That's Jacinda. probably the wokest government in the world, or it was. But um, yeah, she's got the the same dentist. I think she could eat a apple through a te tennis racket. But she starts off by saying Bud Bud is a dying brand. It's like what's our market in this thing? <laughs> you're supposed to be talking up the business but no young people are drinking much anyway now yeah yeah that's the thing and even like I mean Bud Light it's like it's so weak and it's so pissy I, I gotta be honest like Dylan what? Mulvaney drinking Bud Light is the only convincing part of our transition it's, it's, it's the right person to drink it yeah what percent is Bud Light three and a half percent oh is it three and a half percent three and a half percent and it's low calorie that's a 
Yeah. What's the point? What's the point? I mean, I guess the thing is it's for sports and stuff. So, you know, if you're at the game, ooh, ooh, defense. But why? Then you want, uh, you want to drink something that's not going to leave you absolutely plastered. So you can consume quite a lot of it without being plastered. And it's going to, you know, if you're in the hot sun... It's like hydrating uh, you as well. So it's three, yeah, whereas if you drank, like, you know what I mean? Like, lick. Like one of those, like, <laughs> Polish beers. Quack. Yeah. Have you ever had it's a quack? Like, yeah, and like, what is it? Octo, octo or something. Quack is and like, like treacle. Man, yeah, it comes out. It's like special brew. Uh, it's like you pour it out and it's like, man, I mean, I was dating this, uh, this French, that French Egy- Egyptian lassie. Yeah, what was his name? <laughs> and she, well, she had special brew. What? I was like, why have you got a special brew? Well, you, you, you tramp. Yeah. You're like, you know, are you going to go down to the bus stop and drink this? And uh, she's like, no, this is just, you know, this is, this is the, this is good beer. I like strong beer. What? And uh, yeah, so that's, that's just like. What, how, what percent is special brew? There's like 9% or something. Let's how, find out. What how many percent. cans of special brew do you need to get drunk? What percent is special brew? Do people still drink special brew? Nine percent. How many of those would get you drunk? Then? Thing is, you'd think special brew would be like a special drink. Yeah. What does it taste like? I've drunk it. It tastes, man. It's kind of. It's got too much flavor. Oh, like a. It's kind of one of those ones. It's yeah, but it's those not like it's, it's not like a ho- hoppy one. It's like a, um, it, it's dark and it's like, um, is it malt? It's like really like too malty. Not nice. Not nice. I don't like it. But yeah, if you drink a few of them, you get drunk quick. Man, if you had one of them, you'd be fucked. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, drinking one of them would be like having three cans of Bud Light. Well, yeah, That's I know. Mon- saving money. Man, I, I remember being. I was at a gig in is it Eindhoven or somewhere, um, or Antwerp somewhere somewhere in Europe with uh, Danny O'Brien and he he was on first and he's doing like half an hour or whatever and we had like a free bar so I was getting these um, beers and they were coming in like a little wine glass uh-huh. I was just knocking them back because it's like yeah. beer I'm like why are they bringing it in this tiny fucking glass you know what I mean uh, there's a little quack and I, man then like, I went to go on stage I hadn't been talking to anybody or anything I went on stage and as soon as I started talking <laughs> I realised I was absolutely fucking hammered because those beers are like you know 10% like Duvels or whatever it is Duval. The shimmy. How strong is, what percent is Duval? In the last episode that you weren't here for with Nico and Radu, we discussed the top five hardest comedians in the UK. Well, as in like... Who we think the hardest comedians are. The best at fighting? Yeah. Uh, So Dave Longley. Oh, we didn't say him. Yeah, I agree. You didn't... Well, Nico said I couldn't think of anyone, but go on. Nico said himself. No. I'll tell you who Nico said. You say your top five and I'll tell you. So Quincy. I oh, didn't say him either. Man, Quincy, uh, boxer. Oh, yeah. So Quincy's, obviously. Well, Leo's thought of this. Top, yeah. Uh, Dave Longley, yeah. Uh, technically gifted with MMA. Obviously a very strong guy. Psychologically, I'm not sure how he'd hold up. Why? I think, well, I just think, you know, I don't know if he's got the eye of the tiger. Ah, kill, kill, you know, killer spirit. Um, he's, he's, you know, he's a nice guy. Um Quincy, like, oh, I, I think the thing is, if you've been in fights, it makes you better at fighting. Yeah. And I think Quincy being a boxer, he's... he's Wait, is that to... actual boxer? Yeah, yeah. All right, that's Quincy, that's two. I, I don't know if he was, like, amateur or professional or anything, but, man, also, he's a big, he's a big he's, guy. Yeah, he's, he's I, I, I'll go with those two good choices. So, who else would it be? Dave Chonner. Nabil. Nico went Nabil. Nabil. Nabil Nico went Nabil's the hardest Really? Yeah, that's what he thinks Yeah Nabil, Nabil does boxing and stuff as uh, well I mean he's I think uh, If you took Nabil's personality And put it in David Longley's body you know? <laughs> <laughs> I think Nabil's like Kind of solid No he's a big guy Yeah Yeah I wouldn't that, want to three We need two more Uh, What we need five Yeah top five Top five Who else is who else is uh, hard? I'm just thinking. Basically, of... if you if you ever want to start on a comedian, just don't start on Dave Longley, Nabil, or Quincy, and you'll be fine. Yeah. Also, there's um, Gary Coleman does kickboxing, and he's pretty good. Okay. I've, I've sparred with him. Is he good? Yeah, and yeah, he's he a is good. Trained doctor. At least they've started. The... And he's a doctor, so if, if you got a, if you got a lucky blow in, he'd be able to attend to it with a field dressing, and then get yeah. back into the fight. Yeah, I've done that before. Yeah, I haven't. Who else? who else? Well, who who did who did you have? Well, we got to Nabil, and then he wouldn't elaborate on the rest. Of his Elliot Steele. Nah, no. I, I think Quincy would kill Elliot Steele. Yeah, 
But Maybe we should start a fight between Quincy Elliot, and Elliot. Imagine this is the thing. Like, so Elliot, like, he's he's like a nice guy and stuff. But I think if he was like, if there was some like, you know, if, if some egregiously bad had happened and he like flipped out, a man, I think he could totally do some all that, all that action, all that sparring is uh, all that muscle memory is going to come back and he could like destroy you. Well, he could destroy me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But even like, like yeah, but could he destroy? Quincy. Nabil. Or Nabil. I, I mean, Nabil versus Elliot would be an interesting fight because Nabil's like a... I think Nabil would kill Elliot. Well, he's a, he's a larger man. Well, what if Elliot, like, ran up some stairs or something? You know what I mean? Like, it's... That's fat shaming. But the, and the it's thing is, highly when inappropriate. You're a, when you're in a fight, like, uh, stamina matters. Uh, Nabil's big. He's not fat. He's big. It's, he's it's, not, it's, he's... All, it's all muscle, is it? Well, it's not all muscle. I mean, I, don't know, I haven't touched him, but... <laughs> anyway... Listen, we've got about five minutes of the pod left. What All else right. can we talk about before we end? Uh, I don't know. Who do, you th- who do you think you could batter in comedy? Could you batter Steve Bennett from Chortle? I, I, I genuinely think I could kill Steve Bennett from Chortle. I think... Well, why haven't you? It's not for me to beat the shit out of Steve Bennett from Chortle. I actually get on all right with Steve Bennett from yeah, Chortle. Yeah, I get on all right with them as well. I just think he's sort of ruined comedy with his wussy sort of like low testosterone idea of what comedy should be. Nah, not just him. Oh, they've all ruined... Oh, man, the worst thing that ever happened to comedy was, like... Um, well, first off, women were allowed in. Yeah, that's terrible. Uh, oh, man, like... <laughs> Being ironic. This is irony. It's not ironic. It's what, not women, irony. It means it. What, what, um, women have come in and sort of made, taken over all the um, management and agency. You know, the uh, people behind comedy, behind the scenes... And they're all activists. They all Did think, you see Jojo they called out? make the world a better place. Did you see Jojo called out Alan Anybody Anderson? Anybody who ever tries to make the world a better place is like, they're basically hell. This is what I'm telling you. Did you see Jojo called out Alan Anderson on her Facebook? Yeah. And then all these things. And then Alan was like to one of them, you're a, like, it's a PR woman. You're just a leech on comedy or something. <laughs> Which is accurate. Yeah, it's funny. All these PR people like Mel Brown yeah. going oh. up and like charging everybody like four grand or Mel whatever. Brown, to, like, one of the worst persons. To get you a three star in like some like online only blog. The voice or whatever it's fucking called. Yeah. Um, but uh, what are you, have, you what... been, have you been paid for Australia? I've been paid. I, I, I don't, go. I've got no problem with Alan. I mean, yeah. I think when you work for Alan, you understand that he's a curt individual. Yeah. So basically, for those listening, Alan Anderson's a Scottish promoter who's got a reputation for being uh, a bit of a cunt. Um, and to be fair, he is a little bit of a cunt. Well, he plays up to that. He plays up to it. But, but I think he's, a nice, he's a nice guy underneath. I think, yeah, I think if you... He, he, he always like... He'll, you, he'll hate us for saying he's a nice guy underneath. If you, if you, <laughs> if you, if you know what you're getting into, and yeah. you, he, he, he's already played me on time, and he's all right. The gig's are always good. So. Yeah. Yeah, it does. He does wind people up the wrong way. Yeah, he winds people up the wrong way. But also, like the core, at the core of it, he's got, um, he's got firm principles and values, and I respect that. He also, he's like, yeah, he's kind of one of. He's like in wrestling, they used to have it like, oh, I'm gonna break your leg to see how much you want it. He, right. he'll, he'll, he'll haze people when they're coming into. What do you comedy. mean I'm gonna break your leg to see how much? And you want so Hulk Hogan, when he wanted <laughs> to become a wrestler, he was training with a Japanese wrestler. Yeah, and what they would do is they didn't want to just let anyone in you have to really want to be a wrestler yeah so they'll haze you right so when hulk hogan first training the guy broke his leg on purpose broke hulk hogan's yeah leg. he broke his leg he's training he just broke his leg to show him it wasn't fake Fuck. to see if he'd come back to train yeah yeah then he came back and he trained and what so, what part of the leg did he break well um, google hulk hogan leg break i don't know he just broke his leg he snapped must have been his femur but the point with that i'm making is i think femur, that's a hulk... i think i think the thing with Alan is he's just like when you first start he'll haze you to see how much you want it. Hulk Hogan bro. gives it. Hulk Hogan. So uh, he oh, fuck off things pop ups. Um, so it's Mitsuda. Where is Mitsuda it? Mitsuda broke his leg when he was training. Man, when did they just tell us the fucking oh the real story? So Brian Blair is that Hulk the real what Hulk Hogan's really called? Terry Blair is his real name. Right. Um, was about to so uh, Hiro Matsuda broke his ankle in the first day of his training. However, Blair in his appearance on uh, Wrestling Shoot Interviews podcast talked about the real reason. He said, "I do not know honestly why why Hiro broke his an- ankle, other than once in a while Hiro would have a tough time with Terry. Terry was learning enough to get into compromising positions before I left. Uh, I was the enforcer. He basically just broke his leg because he was angry with him. So right. 
I want to see if you like comedy. I'm going to break your leg. Right. Oh, yeah. So that's, yeah. Like, Alan wants to test that you're... Yeah, you yeah. want to do it in comedy. But... And it's good. It's like, that's why salmon spawn at the top of a river. So, like, only the strongest get to get to spawn. That's what... This is what this podcast has been missing. Your natural wildlife facts. Yeah. We used to get them all the time. Yeah. Gerbil facts, squirrel facts. Yeah. Salmon spawning at the top of river facts. Here's a squirrel fact for Go you. Ahead. In fact, no, save it for the patron. Save it for the patron. Save All it right. for the patron, baby. Listen, if this comes out before the 20... Actually, no, it won't come out before the 26th of April. Well, what we're, do... we're, 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 yeah, it will. We'll post this one next then. Well, do we have one to post? Yeah. All right. Well, whenever it comes out. Well, if this comes out before the 26th, use code 3SP and you get some discount for tickets to Hate and Live in London if you're there. But I think this is going to come out after it. So. Yeah. It's pointless. And you can also use 3SP as a code. Uh, if you go to highpoint.care, you can get their excellent CBD products. Um, and we've got relax gonna, you. And we're going to do a giveaway. When we're all in the studio, we're going to pick a winner. We're going to do the giveaway. And that's coming soon. We've got yeah, all of them. We're going to do it soon so we don't eat all the prizes. But we have gone through a lot of them. But use the code 3SP. Get your discount in there. It's good. Thank you for listening. This has been another episode. The three speech podcast. Sign up to the Patreon to find out about squirrels. That's right.